Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. Welcome, everyone, to SI Media with Jimmy Traina. Thank you so much for listening. Great, great show this week. We've got Scott Van Pelt from ESPN, who also covers golf for ESPN. So Scott uh, tries to help us out here with the big PGA Live Golf merger. We also talk about uh, Scott's broadcasting future. He had some interesting news about how long he's going to be doing SportsCenter. I think uh, it was very interesting what he said and talks about the business changing and and um, doing some other things. So that, uh, I think, will be news to a lot of people. And we covered a bunch of other things. He gave us a U.S. Open, uh, some betting tips for the U.S. Open. Talked about the night he lost his voice on live TV doing SportsCenter. Talks about Pat McAfee joining ESPN, a bunch of other topics. And then uh, following Scott, we've got Salicata for our weekly Train of Thoughts segment. Uh, I, I tell everyone what happened with me getting banned from TikTok and uh, I talk about my new obsession with this HBO show called Smartless. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you've seen me tweet about it. But I go in depth uh, with Sal on it and a couple of other topics with Sal. So 
Scott Van Pelt, and then train of thoughts on this episode. Before we get to it real quick, if you missed last week, we had Chris Mad Dog Russo on. Two weeks ago, Pat McAfee. Three weeks ago, Stone Cold Steve Austin and Richard Deitch. So uh, if you missed any of those, go into the archives, check them out. Subscribe to SI Media with Jimmy Trainer. Rate it, review it. We're going to read, uh, we'll read reviews next week or the week after. Important to subscribe and important to review. It helps us a lot. All right. Let's get to this episode. Scott Van Pelt from ESPN, followed by Train of Thoughts with Salicata, all right here, right now on SI Media with Jimmy Trina. All right, joining me now. Appreciate him doing this. Could try to get him on like once or twice a year. I know he dreads it. ESPN Sports Center legend Scott Van Pelt. Scott, how are you? Why do you always say I dread it? If I dreaded it, I wouldn't do it, Jimmy. I just would I would just ignore you. I dread asking, I will say that. But I dread asking everyone every week. I, I can't imagine the angst you you exist in, Jimmy. Get this man a yeah. booker immediately. I can't believe McAfee books his own podcast. When he told me I had him on two was it last week or two two weeks ago and he told me that I was stunned. Stunned. I think that there's a sincerity uh, w- with if the host has relationships as you do with obviously a lot of us in media, I mean, I think it just it's put it this way. I'm a whole lot more likely to respond to want to do it for you because you're a mensch than with all due respect. If I got some email from some person I didn't know from your show, yeah. I'm sure Pat's the same way. Yeah, well, I do appreciate it. And, um, you know, I, I do feel like covid and then being quarantined and then everything going to zoom sort of changed the podcast game for the better which is just so bizarre to say because that was such a bizarre and i remember you were um you were one of my first guests i think when we started doing it that way during covid i remember us talking about the supermarkets having one the aisles going i mean it was a crazy time but i that was i re- enjoyed that conversation i remember yeah, it changed a lot. I mean, I, it, it for us in television, it changed things because, you know, it used to be you had to arrange for a studio and it was very complicated. And now it's difficult for anybody to tell you, they oh, I can't get to a studio. Well, you have one in your pocket. Right. <laughs> you, just, you just have to be willing to fire it up. And I mean, yeah. it's just harder. And I mean, you can still say, you know, I'm busy. We get it. But the the technology... Uh, allows for this and i think people have just gotten quite used to what this is because the content's still the content it doesn't need to be perfectly lit or shot i don't remember and i didn't plan on going here but i'm just curious what what was sports center for you the midnight sports center that you do what did you shut down at all i don't remember you doing that oh no jimmy we did not others did we didn't we did a hundred friggin' shows with no sports making it up on a nightly basis but in the studio bad beats from the bulls Oh, yeah. I remember uh, last that dance season. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But you did it. You you were in the studio the whole time, right? I don't remember you doing Zoom Sports Centers. We didn't. We were That's crazy. We were there yeah. nightly. Good times. Crazy. Yeah. Um. I will say, just to piggyback on when we were complaining about the supermarket aisles. Yeah. I think it's time we can stop with the stores that have seven thousand parking spots devoted to curbside pickup. It's time to go in the store and pick up your stuff. Just I was back in Connecticut re- last weekend for a um, for a birthday party, and and there's the little town of West Hartford's a great little spots, and there's this one little road where a bunch of restaurants are, and there's all this outdoor seating that got created during that time. And I think it's still the same way in the city. A yeah. lot of these a lot of these restaurants that took over parts of like sidewalks and or the street 
and they still have them. And it's quite a boondoggle for them because yeah. now you've doubled your occupancy, right? E even as you kind of taken up the, uh, the road and whatnot. But like, I think about that often, like that time and the things that we kind of went through. Yeah. And we we're all on this kind of flying blind. We did what we thought we had to do. But there was a lot of it that you look back, you go, I don't know about the aisles and the, the, the arrows in the supermarket. And there were people that wanted to fight you if oh, you yeah. were walking the wrong way down the cereal aisle. And I just got to the point where I'm like, you know what? You know what? Relax. Relax. I'm just going to grab some golden grams and keep it moving. <laughs> I, I mean, it was surreal that we lived through. You know, and then it's funny when you have something like those, the smoke and the smog last week. Yeah. Like now you don't even flinch considering what we went through. I mean, that's, Correct. you know. Um. I wanted to have you on to talk about the golf and and other stuff because you obviously are one of the voices of golf and I, I I'm an outsider who doesn't follow it all so the merger thing is fascinating to me because I don't know the ins and outs of it and I hear these things and see these things and none of it seems to make sense to me so I was thinking okay maybe Scott should can help me uh, understand some things but let me start with this when when how did you find out the merger happened and what was your initial reaction which i'm sure probably included the f word sitting in the uh in in a breakfast room of of uh this house where we are which isn't my house I had the, we had the fire in the spring i i, I, I talked about it on our podcast some i didn't make a big to do about it but it was you know oh not my god cool. so yeah, like did you lose stuff like you we're know, out of our house for a year. So, yeah, I mean, it was not great. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, no, not, no. Were no, you in the house? Were you no, in the I house? Was, I was coming back from the Masters, flying back from the Masters. My family wasn't there either. And so. Thank God. Yeah, wow. no doubt. No doubt. Neighbor phones me at like 10 o'clock that Sunday night. Your house is on fire. What? Um, so, Do yeah. You know, no, we're, what started um, it? Uh, they, there's a lot. It's, it's very involved. Uh, yeah. Well, it's crazy that it because it happened with Mike Breen. I know. I know. He doesn't I, live far I, from me. And I, he lives I, like 15 minutes away. I phoned Mike after the fact just to ask him sort of like, what did you do? What did you wish you do? What do you wish you didn't do? He's been so great in helping navigate it because uh, it's just it's so I mean, I don't want to be dramatic. I mean, we didn't. Everyone's OK. But and, and everyone says the same thing, Jimmy. They're like, oh, thank God everyone's OK. And you're like, well, yeah, but there's parts that aren't okay also i mean you you take people out of their place where they feel safe and secure and that's right. home homes means many things not just where your stuff's at not where you sleep um so it's been it's been we've we've been kind of bouncing around and been nomads for like the last couple of months but we're in this place where we're going to be for the for the foreseeable future and we're grateful for it. it's a lovely home and i'm sitting in this little breakfast spot my mom happened to be here and uh she looked at my face and she's like, what? And I said, I, I can't, I'm trying to make this make sense. And she said, what, what, what? And I said, it looks like the PJ tour and live and the European tour are all a thing. And I said, give me a hold on. Because look, you and I traffic, we all in media traffic in the same thing. You're looking at these feeds and the, there are all these fake accounts, which is just a bizarre, I don't know how you, how do you monetize that? I'm I'm the fake Schefter or I'm the fake Woj or the fake Rappaport or the fake who? Oh, cool! You're like at a cocktail party, you're like hey, hey, I don't want to. I'm the fake Woj. Like, well, how are you, sir? I mean, I what? And then what? Well, I just I, I, I have to admit, 
I have to admit, I've, I've said this many times. I love the fake account. I don't, here's what I love. Why? I love, the, I love the outrage that comes from the fake account. There was a time, I'll never forget it, when there was a fake John Heyman account reporting some baseball trade. And then the real John Heyman got on Twitter and was like, some deranged sicko is reporting. And I was like, okay. You're a baseball well, reporter. Let's relax with deranged. That, you, the you world's not going to end over a fake trade in sports. Calm down. True, but the reason I'm not the fake SVP on Twitter is because there was some person parading around as me claiming all these things about me that right. were not accurate, and I wasn't in Twitter. And so well, then I'm like, well, hold on. Like, I'm not the fake one. I'm I'm actually me. Right. Uh, well, but part anyway. of the reason I liked it is because I think it it was I found it laughable that. Back before the weirdo bought Twitter, all you had to do was like click on the name. And if it had the blue check, if it didn't have a blue check mark, like if if there is an Adam Schefter saying that, you know, Aaron Rodgers is traded for Tom Brady and you click and there's no blue check mark, you know, it's fake. Like literally all you had to do is click. Now, obviously, it's different now because right. of Elon's bizarre changing of everything. So, I, I mean, I, I'd be honest with you. I saw a tweet from Eric Fisher, who used to be at Sports Business Journal. I, he's somewhere else now. I forgot where he is. And he had the tweet about the merger and I clicked it to see if it was real. He had the blue check mark. And I said to myself, well, you still have no idea if this is real now because anybody could buy the blue check mark. Right. I, I was in the same boat. I was in the same boat, Jimmy. And I, and I immediately started looking and it was pretty clear that this was actually a, a thing. And then I immediately just started reaching out to players. And I mean, mostly the, mostly I think people just text not a lot of talking these days, at least not yeah. for me. But I mean, so what was funny about that morning is I sent texts to a number of players and immediately they're calling and they're asking me what I know because what I found astounding was they knew as little as I did and found out in the exact same way. And that I understand the need for secrecy on some on some levels. And I also think if you supposedly, if you're Jay Monahan and you, it's the player's tour, well, for the players to find out on Twitter the same way some schmuck like me finds out, that's that can't be. And that's what happened. And yeah. so you're just I'm, I mean, these are and I mean, the conversations were with, with guys weren't I don't think I'm betraying them. Like they, these are like highly ranked, highly decorated. The names, you know, we, I talked to a lot of them and I don't know that they were they were actually pretty pissed. Like, yeah. What are we doing? How am I reading about this? And what does this mean? And I, and we all just kind of talk through it like, well, I don't know what it means. And Jimmy, as you and I talk right now, I still don't know because they don't know. And that's the part that a week and change later is so strange, I guess, about it is it feels like ready, fire, aim, right? I mean, the the they they went out with this sort of messaging that I don't know if it's rooted in what is going to be. And that's just really dangerous because then everyone reports stuff that may or may not be rooted in fact. Um, and you, you, everybody's left to, to create their own narratives and, and senses of what it is. And they, and we still don't know. Um, why, why but, do you think they announced it that way? Like, why don't you, why do you think they didn't tell the golfers Did they just not want it to leak and deal? Like what's I, the it, game plan there? Had to think that they had to think it was going to get out before they could, they could, um, be the ones to to say it. And I mean, that's the way, whether it's a team with a player, although anymore a player can just go on and, and tweet out his or her news. Um, but it 
something this significant to keep in house, I would think would be incredibly difficult. And so that's how you wake up one morning and there's, there they are on CNBC and you're, you're just shaking your head. But um, I don't know. I mean, Rory McIlroy mentioned a guy, Jimmy Dunn, who's uh, obviously a significant um, a piece of this story. I think Rory traffics at the absolute top of the food chain across the board. I mean, he's got great relationships with CEOs and really important tastemakers and deal makers around the world. So it sounds like Rory got maybe an inkling uh, that morning, maybe before others did or the night before or something. Uh, but I was told Tiger found out on Tuesday morning. Tiger, wow. Tiger freaking woods. Right, right. I mean, I, and when I saw one of my first thoughts as someone just in the media world was, you know, how do they not even give a heads up to their media partners? Like you would think, you know, Jimmy Pataro would need to know about this and, you know, and, um, not us as much Sean as McManus, not et us as much as like say as a, as much as say a Sean McManus, right? Um, but and you know Lazarus, uh, the, the people at the networks that are week in week out tour partners. But what's interesting there, and I mean, this is for people that listen to your podcast, they obviously are interested in media and what it all means. I mean, for anybody else, it's like who gives a shit. Right. But I mean, if but if you pay attention to this, when 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 say the SEC goes out and gets Texas and Oklahoma, well now all of a sudden things change. Well, what's that mean for their rights deal? Well, what's this mean for? For the right steal for the PGA slash live slash DP, like what it even is, I'm sure that's a conversation that whatever that entity is, is going to want to have with all the people that are week in, week out broadcasters. Because it changes significantly if all of a sudden, hey, Kepka and all the, the stars that left are back. Well, now you got, you've got got a, a better product to sell. But And, um, and, and basically... At this time, a, a week later, a week and a day later, whatever it is, there's still no information, no timetable, no nothing, right? No. I mean, it's it's no it's other than that. Other than that, you've got like you know, the you know bureaucrats are just like, we're gonna take a look at this. It's like, okay, I mean, I imagine they will, and I mean, it's the whole not for profit, and then it becomes profit, and then whose money is it, and then and then that's interesting, Jimmy, because there the these the the. Source of the funds, it matters a great deal here where it apparently doesn't when it comes to F1, which is the same place the money's coming from. Right. Um, it's, I don't know. I, I, I find a lot of the uh, anger and outrage to be interesting because it seems specific to, to one sport where it, it's the same place and doesn't apply to others. But that's, that's not. And it's also sport. personal because the outrage is with the individual golfers. Um, right. You took the blood money and all. And, and, right. and it's I mean, now Jay Monahan, who forbid them from doing that, apparently did the same exact thing. So that creates right. some obviously interesting conversations. And then he says their loyalty, meaning Tiger and Rory, will be rewarded. OK, how from where? I mean, there were reports that Tiger was seven hundred and fifty million. I mean, you're going to just cut a check. I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. But then again, I don't know who plays where with when and with whom. So, so I, the, the the list of the list of questions is is a mile long. Yeah. Educate me on this since you, you are you said you spoke to some of the players, you're tied with the players, you know what's going on with the players. I, from what I can see is again coming at it as not a week in, week out golf person, the outrage about the live guys who did take the money, bud money, etc. came significantly from the media and i know rory was outspoken about it but 
how do those PGA guys feel about the live guys today? Like, are they still angry? Do they, are they, will they welcome them in everything? I mean, it seemed like when Kepka won the masters, everything was kumbaya. Like what, it seems like PGA, the meet, yeah, almost PGA, won the match. Yeah. Yeah, I don't right, know. Right, PGA, PGA championship. Yeah. Um, the last one. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a case by case, Jimmy, as it is in life. Right. I mean, right. business is business. Guys took the money. I know Kepka, he's down in the same South Florida community where all these guys are. And he's very friendly with a lot of, a lot of the guys that didn't take the money and go to the live tour right. where there are other guys that, that left. It's way more sort of adversarial. Phil's kind of on his own Island because he's kind of, I mean, He's he's older than most of the guys that that um, on the younger players. Obviously, I mean he's he's the one guy in his fifties. Pardon me that um, that we're talking about here. Uh, and I, I always equate it to school. Um, and I said this when I was on with Pat McAfee. It's like it's like um, you probably had guys in the locker room that you couldn't stand, but right. they played on your team. Right. Well, your teammates. This isn't this is an individual sport, so it's not the same. But there's people you work with. There are people that are on the tour that you're just not friends with. And you didn't like them when they were on the PGA Tour, and you don't like them now. The, the sticky thing will be if the guys that took the money get to come back, the guys that didn't take the money are looking around going, so I'm the idiot for not taking the $90 Because they got to do it and come back for no, for no penalty. But again, the PGA Tour or whatever it is, what was the PGA Tour, it's They've suggested that they the guys that are going to come back are going to have to have some sort of a penalty. All right, well, who's adjudicating that penalty? Again, I don't know. But I think the question you asked was how do guys feel? I think I don't think it changed particularly in most cases of how they felt about the person. I know it bothered guys. It sucked. They they fractured a, a, a really good tour, and and guys that didn't take the money, I'm sure wondered, did I make the mistake? You know, you know, what, how's this going to go? And now a year later, maybe they think they did, but I think the angst is more with the powers that be as opposed to the individual players, because I think you either like guys or you don't. And I don't know that that necessarily changed a ton when this happened. I heard an interview last week, Brandel Chambly was on with Chris Maydog Russo on Sirius XM. I don't know. Are you tight with Brandel? Are you friends with him? I don't. We, I don't I mean, we know each other in the way that a lot of media people know each other. I mean, right. certainly cross paths. We're at the same events often, but we didn't. I wasn't there when he was there, so it's because I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to badmouth someone you're tight with because it's not my intention. But I just again, as someone who's has no dog in the fight and was just listening to this interview as someone who covers media, I mean, he sounded unhinged to me, talking he's, in he's such a personal, he's nasty passionate. way about these players. And I get it, it's all tied in with 9-11 and Saudi money. I've got all that. But Hold on, it was sorry. like, it's okay, don't worry about it. It was so over the top, the way he was talking about these players and they destroyed this and they destroyed that and they'll never, and they killed Liv and, and, the, and then he said the merger's never going to happen. And I was just like, I, I, this is like, I can't even believe what I'm hearing because I don't know this. Um, so that's why I asked about the players because he was really, I mean, aggressive in his ripping of the live, live guys. And it, it seemed very. Yes. No, he, it, um, he's been, he's been very, very in that lane. Yeah. Um, the entire time his, his position on it is, is, is very well established. And, you know, I mean, that's why the, uh, the guys that are on the live tour have been very, pointed in going back at him but but the uh, 
uh, there's been this sort of victory lap from the live circles that I don't know if I don't know if that tour will exist as it did before. I, I really I don't know. I, I so but 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 Brandel is, you know, again, I, yeah. I can't speak for him. He certainly has spoken for himself. And yes, he's very, um, you know, very. He clear told he field. told Russo that he doesn't think the merger will ever happen and that the Department of Justice is going to get involved. I'm like, the government's going to worry about golf. Um, yeah, really? Uh, well, I mean, I guess that I'm, I'm sure with the kind of money that, that at the level that's going on here, uh, apparently, uh, they'll be interested in, in taking a look. I mean, they often get involved with stuff like, like that. Uh, yeah. and you're like, wait, you're worried about steroids and baseball. Like, right. That's what we're worried about today. Exactly. Um, so when all is said and done, whenever that is, because nobody knows, you yeah, think this will ultimately me. be good for golf or bad for golf? It's good for the game if you get more people playing together that are really good. Um, that, and that, and I, I the, the, the grow the game piece that it was astounding to me when when Jay Monahan said that. I mean, because everybody mocked the guys, Dustin Johnson and and Brayson DeChambeau and all the guys that stood up there at these live events, and it, it felt like talking points. Like we're going to grow the game, and there's one question I have when you say that: How? What what is that? Okay, what does that mean? In what way does the game grow? Because you got nine hundred million dollars to go play golf events in Portland or right. Tulsa or Orlando. Right. It, it, that doesn't it, that doesn't mean anything. You got money, and Jay Monahan then says we're going to grow the game, and I don't know what that means. Right. Um, I've been covering the sport my entire professional life, and. I really like it. I like the people in it. I enjoy it. I can't wait to watch the U.S. Open this week. Majors are my favorite. Uh, it's and I think even casual observers, there's something about watching the, when it's really difficult um, that I think is captivating to people. Uh, but you know what grew the game, Jimmy? COVID, because people couldn't do anything, so they went outside and they started playing golf more than they had. That grew the game. A pandemic grew the game. So that's Legalized the gambling. Vaccine. Tiger Woods grew the game and a yep. pandemic grew the game. And legalized so, gambling, I think, helps. I guess. I mean, I, but, but, I, I said this. I had my buddy Dan Rappaport from Barcelona a few weeks ago who covers it. And I said to him, as not a big golf guy, I think golf's a great, great sport to bet. You bet a few, you could bet like, you know, four or five different guys. You're not putting out a ton of money. You could bet them finish top 10, top five, top 20. It does a lot. You know this. I think it's, it's, it's a fun, fun sport to bet, which I think helps. Yes, and it also is is very much part of the sport. If you play, I played yesterday with buddies, and it's just what are we playing for? And then, it's, <laughs> and what are we playing for? That's the first question on the on the first tee. What all right? Who, who all right? Who are the teams? What are we playing for? Right. And then right. what happens with mostly with my friends is it's, it's more just accounting in your head. All right, you're up this, you're up that. You get to the end, you can press. I think I lost twenty bucks at the end of yesterday, and I didn't pay. Because when I left, I'm like, I, I don't I don't have any. We'll sort it out, you know. But I, I think gambling and golf have always been absolutely peanut butter and jelly. Uh, so now that it's more legal, more play, it's it's legal in more places rather. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. You know, you take a flyer on somebody to finish top 20 and you're you're in, interested for four days. Yep. Yep. And you're right, COVID and, t and uh, nothing, nothing more than Tiger, and then obviously COVID. Um, 
Grow the game is just code for we want money. Like baseball said they were trying to grow the game when they put games on Apple TV Plus on Friday nights. Four people you, watch the game every week. They did it to get a paycheck. They're not growing the game. What, 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 what do you hate more than the number of streams you have to have to see the games you want to see? Oh, let's see. What do I hate more than that? Let's nothing. See. I mean, there's this. There, no, no. There's there are things. I usually. I mean, the thing. You know, I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt. I'm sorry to no, interrupt. Good. But, but no, good. You or Rand, Marcia, Deitch, and yeah, I, yeah. all the folks that are. This is the lane you're in. Has yeah. anyone done? Get let tell Deitch to go deep on this. Somebody sits down that cut the cord, and the person who cut the cord had access to all the stuff. And they're like, I'm cutting the cord because that's dumb and I'm smart. Like, okay, cool. Have you done the buffet analysis of what it is to pay for this, to pay for that, to pay for that one streaming service? You don't even remember that you have, but it's nine bucks. And by the time you look at that CVS receipt that's this long, are you, you paying pay more? Are you paying more to watch the stuff you used to pay, whatever you paid for for cable? I'm not saying you should go get cable. This isn't a this is not a defense of that. It's just a question of if you cut the cord and now do all the other stuff, are you actually paying more? My guess is you might be. I so I have been ranting and raving about this for like a year or two. And yep. I get and what's funny about it is I'll get people who'll say to me, shut up about the streaming, you're old, stop it. You say it every week, stop doing it. And then I get the people who are like, you know, like this is the crazy thing about this business. It's like, then this is my shtick. And people are like, when the NFL put the playoff game, announced there's going to be a playoff game on Peacock, I got like a hundred tweets from people like, can't wait for you to weigh in on this, need you to weigh in on this. So it's like, you get half the people telling you to shut the fuck up. And then you have the other people saying, we need your take on this, which is bizarre because this has been, I have been complaining about this nonstop. And my complaint, I feel like sometimes gets, I don't like to watch games on streaming services because I like to flip around. That's one complaint. And then the other complaint is you still need some basic cable package to watch sports, whether it's cable, YouTube TV, Hulu TV. You need a base package to watch the, the yeah. NFL on Sundays, college football, and then it's all the add-ins. And what I've said all along is if you're, so, if you're a sports fan who likes one or two sports, you're good. You don't need – you like more than two sports – you're going to get absolutely bludgeoned with the fees because you need 12 different streaming services. I don't see how that's such a radical take, but people somehow, you know, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, you need see, everything. I, I, well, I, since I agree, I don't see it as being radical. I just think it, I mean, there's a look, we all traffic in facts and opinion. I don't feel like that's opinion. What you just right. said are, are facts. I'm of the same opinion as you. I, I don't like when I have to go back and forth. I mean, look, we've all become pretty nimble at it. You can get there relatively right. quickly. But if you're just a, it's third down and they went to a review here and I want to get to, you know, a different sport or another league and I got to go to another thing. Like, just it's It becomes more layers of pain in the ass than are necessary. Um, but the, I mean, my biggest frustration about it is people are like, everyone has Amazon. How do you not have Amazon? Or you're cheap or just, and I'm like, I have them all. I'm t I'll show you the bills. I have them all. That's the problem. You all do. But then the, then it becomes <laughs> you're talking to your buddy and then it happens every single time. You're ahead of them or they're ahead of you. Right. Right. I just I can't talk to you. I can't. Oh. If you know that the shot goes in or doesn't go in, I can't talk to you. <laughs> and, and there's just you're never synced up to the person you're it's talking true. on the phone with. It's, it's infuriating. I did notice. Um. I will say, I think, listen, I think 
the, the, the legitimate hardcore sports fan. I think they all have like ESPN plus. I think they all had Amazon for Thursday night football. I did notice when the NFL made that announcement a couple of weeks ago about the playoff game being exclusively on Peacock, this conversation went to another level. I think that I don't think every sports fan had Peacock. I mean, what do they put on there? Notre Dame, one Notre Dame game against like central Michigan. That's obviously for the hardcore degenerates like us. No one else is watching it, but that's the one I think that might be a game. Cha- that was the one where I finally saw sports fans saying, okay, enough of this shit. This is getting out of control. Yeah, I, I would agree with that because you, you know, something like that announcement can get lost in the sauce the, much the way when a rule change happens in the sport, you're not paying attention in the offseason, then you're watching a game and all of a sudden something gets, you go, what, what is this? Or yeah. you get to overtime and you, it's, wait, it's what? I mean, the, literally, there are things that happen. College, college football, when they went to the, after three overtimes, you do this ridiculous two point oh, thing. I, and, and I had no idea. People are yeah. watching it like, this is, wait, this is the, this is what we're doing. Yep. That's how they figure it out. And, and no one pays attention until it's, there it is. And t- to the point about the playoff game, undoubtedly, not everybody is, 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 is psychotic right, about what we, about, about media. It's going to get to the bit playoffs and some fan base is going to try to watch a game and they're going to realize they don't Now It's real simple. You're just going to pay the money in the, in the real time to watch your team. Right. And then you'll forget about it. And it's another one of those things on your monthly charges yeah. that you don't even acknowledge it's on your list of things that you have to pay to watch sports. You and I are going to do it because that's what we do. Uh, but I, you know, I, gets- I, abs- I absolutely love you for bringing up the college football third overtime one because I remember watching a game and texting my buddy Diesel and I said, "What? What is going on? What, why? What is going on in this game? I don't understand." And he explained, "This is the new rule." I had no idea, and I'm in the like you know, I, it, that one right there is a perfect example. I, it happened to me. Yeah. And then if you're giving out winners on whatever, and then you're getting more than two, then you're thinking we're probably good here. But as you know, somebody could score and then they go the other way. And then it's bad beat. Always a bad beat lurking around every corner. This is, this is like, we're in the middle of June. This is when I start thinking like, Oh God, just, we need to get to football. We need to, I know we have some U S open and we have the NBA draft and, but this yeah, is but when the what, NBA finals end, it's like August 26th is the first college football game. And when, like, when you lose the NBA and the NHL in back-to-back nights as content, um, it is it definitely is when the rock lands in your lap heavy that uh, yeah. there's just yeah. not a ton, um, not a ton left between now and then. But that's why we get to, you know, a couple more shows here and we say, We'll see. I was gonna, I'm going to ask you about your summer vacation. Let me let me just put a bow on the golf stuff because I just had one or two more, and then I, I definitely want to get into the, the Scott Van Pelt summer vacation. The, so <laughs> we stayed earlier. Like we know nothing. So like I know live. Like they play in shorts. They got the music going. Like we still have no idea if that's like if that's coming to the PJ. Like none of that's been determined, right? I I feel comfortable saying, guessing, betting, whatever you want to, however you want to frame it. I don't think we're getting 54 hole music playing shorts on the PGA tour. That's that isn't or whatever the new entity is that won't happen. Do you think anything from live will get carried over? Perhaps I'm, I'm, I'm thinking there might be some elements of the team component. Maybe there are events that are just that the PGA tour has an event down in new Orleans, which is really popular. 
um, because it's a two-man team deal. It's a very completely different format than we see week in and week out, and guys love it. They, they love it in part because you go to New Orleans and you eat like an animal for a week. Right. Um, you need to schedule an angioplasty on the next Monday because you're eating boudin and, cru- and a jambalaya all week. But it's a fun it's a fun event. Maybe there's some of that. Um, and, and I've read that, that that's important from the, the Saudi fun perspective. Um, but I don't know. I mean, uh, are we would Colin Morikawa and Justin Thomas and whoever form a team? I, I, I don't. Again, I hate to be a broken record, but I did. I just don't know. And no one, no one does at the moment. So why, why can't golfers wear shorts? That's dumb, and they should be able to. Yeah, it's. I don't hot. know why you wear a suit when you host Sports Center. You should. Be- I don't. I, I. I would. I have no problem with that. I feel like it's the proper way to go to work. I mean, I. I, I have colleagues that, that don't wear ties. When that's fine, I will always. But ah, that's a grant. My, my. I've told the, the way you dress now is how you should show up to Sports Center in a Fife Forever shirt. Yes. Uh, I. I. Nah. I. For me, I feel like I, I don't know. Me like when I was little, I used to go to church with my grandparents. Um. It was, it was, I always just, you were, and, and our family, you wore whatever the best stuff you had was. And it didn't have to be like, you know, you didn't have to wear a tuxedo, but that was just the way you went to church. I look at sitting on a desk to me, I have no problem if colleagues don't want to wear ties. I will always wear a tie, but that's probably because, shout to my grandpa, I always want to have a pocket square. That was his thing. So for me, it's, for me, it, might, it really actually isn't the tie as much as it is the pocket square probably. Got it. And the golfers should be allowed to wear shorts. You're hundred percent. It's hot. It's yeah. hot outside. And I mean, what, what are you afraid of that? Someone's going to see someone's knees or calves and be like the horror. That's my old thing. I just, I want the reasoning. Like why cannot, why can't they wear shorts? That the and gentleman's game or whatever. I mean, okay, great. I mean, yeah. we're, we're, I mean, they're not going to go out there with mustard stains and their butt cheeks hanging out. Right. That you shorts. No one needs to see that. I agree. Um, last thing on the golf, you got, we talked about it, the betting aspect of it. Give us, give, give my listeners a U.S. open. Who should we wait? Give me like a, give me a winner and a top 10 person might have some good value. I mean, the value parts, the hard part. Uh, I, I, I like Hovland. I feel like Victor Hovland has been trending in the right direction. Um, he's been right there close, obviously very nearly one at Oak Hill. And I, I must be honest, when it comes to the L.A. Country Club, I'm 100% flying blind. I've never been there. So I don't know. Um, I, de- I don't know who it favors necessarily other than Vic- what Victor Hovland does. He's favored anywhere he goes because he's a great, great, um, great ball striker. You just all the stats, all the golf nerd stat stuff if, for, for your listeners that aren't real golf fans. He's he's great at all of them. Uh, as far as the top 10 you want value, like you want somebody that's um, yeah. Like, don't give me Brooks Kepka. I understand that. <laughs> uh, I just <laughs> like John Rahm's a real good. One. Yeah, but like you, you can roll your eyes, but like Scotty Scheffler finishes in the top twelve every week he plays. So I mean, if you you're probably you're not getting plus money for it, but I mean, right. if you want some, if you want something that you think's a pretty a pretty decent bet to win to cover some of the other flyers you want to take, just listing Scheffler as a top ten just like makes that. just makes a ton of sense. Like um, Shane Lowry is not a name that people necessarily think of. And let, you know, if you watch week in and week out, you know, hey, this is a guy who's been a major champion. He plays great in major in, in most majors. Um, 
Our guy Gordo, who's part of our show staff that we've actually had on our podcast because he's an absolute golf betting sicko. I believe he went double hammer on uh, Shane Lowry. So that's the Gordo approved double Mm -hmm. hammer on Shane Lowry. But that was as a top 40. Um, Maybe maybe we'll throw Lowry as a top 10 for your your I will get on DraftKings right now and bet Sean Lowry. Um, All right. That'll be fun. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Now I, I we mentioned the summer vacation. We we don't we don't see you much on the Sports Center set now, right? For a little while. Well, I mean, we, we go through the NBA draft next week, and then the following week, I believe we go through. There's the NHL draft, and then I think there's one more show where I may be drunk. Um, <laughs> I may wear shorts. Uh, okay, well, you can do a pocket Stan- square with the shorts. We might put Stanford Steve in some floaties. Just uh, let him hang out. I. Then we're gone, and mostly we're just gone until football in the middle of August. And it's not that atypical in our business. You know, you have a you have a contracted number of days. You do the days that are around the biggest events, and then at some point mm-hmm. you run out of days. And for us, it happens to be in the middle of the summer when not as much is going on, which I figure makes a ton of sense. But um, that's what we do. It's not quite Howard Stern summer. Uh, Francesca was legendary. I don't know how much t- how much time he got off during the summer, but uh, I mean it's 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 I don't want to be dramatic and say it's it's much needed, but I mean you know you're out there the one man band banging on the drum and blowing the kazoo. I mean it's yeah. at some point it's nice to just say all right I don't have to think about what we're going to talk about tonight, and that's we're we're about to reach that point. Listen, you're doing it five nights a week, and you deserve a break. That's the business. And I I said to McAfee two weeks ago when he was on like. For people like us, New Year's Day is not January 1st. New Year's Day is when football starts. 
That's what. Yeah, that's, I mean, like I've already looked down the road this year. Christmas Eve is an NFL slate. Christmas nights NFL. So I mean, at oh, some yeah. point, I'll be doing. I'll be working mm-hmm. around that time. But I think, and I mean, Pat's a younger man, so I think you know he and his group is they're hardwired to just be in the content churn business. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you reach a point. I've been doing this a long time. Where you know, look, I don't, I don't want to do that forever, um, and that would lead to a natural you're you'd say, well, what do you want to do? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I still enjoy it. The, the big nights, like talking to Jamal Murray, when you at, can ask him from a z- scale of zero to 10, zero, I'm sober and 10, I'm, I'm wrecked. What are you? And he gives you the Matumbo wag, right? Cause right. he's just been playing for 48 minutes. He has 0% body fat and he's been chugging champagne. He's yeah. probably bombed, you know, but you want to give him an out just like, just so we can, f- we can frame the conversation here. Like those nights are such a blast, Jimmy. Um, you just feel like it's such a such a, a treat to talk to these people in the middle of those moments, right? They've just achieved the, the, the pinnacle and you're the one who gets to talk to them. That's that's awesome. Um, at some point it's Tuesday night and you're, you know, following the, the White Sox. And it's like, okay, that's fun too, but not the same. It's just not the same uh, level of juice as as a night like this, or you're following tape programming, it's a thirty for thirty, and here you come. And coming off a game, at least there's a game. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's a. It sounds like you've you thought about. Go ahead. It sounds like you've thought about how much longer you want to do this. For sure, for Is sure. There like a, at, I look at three year, five year, ten year. No chance. No chance. I'm doing this that long. No chance. Five years. Eh, I don't know. Like this. Three. Three. Every single night. Three years? Nah. I you don't think you're doing Sports Center for three more years? Nah. I don't think. Oh shit. I, don't, I mean, it, my contract doesn't run that long, and I mean, when it, it's time, you know, there's conversations to be had about what all it, what all is part of it. Um, I mean, it's just at some point you just got to step aside and let somebody else have at it. Um, all right. So let's say two years from now, you're negotiating a new deal. Do you say to them, I don't want to do any sports centers? You're saying I'll do it maybe September through January during football. I want to do it three nights a week or you're giving it or it's cold turkey. Goodbye. God bless. See you on the other side. Uh, Listen, I don't think it would. I don't think it would be cold turkey. Goodbye. God bless. I mean, listen, they have reestablished the market. So that conversation, that's I mean, and look, they could they could come to me with like live numbers and say, hey, listen, we really like this thing Mm -hmm. you do. And, um, you know, they get you caught up to some of the numbers they've thrown around. You go, hey, yeah, they'll, they'll, they can roll people out there and I'll be sitting out there and going, let me tell you about the game tonight. So, <laughs> so when you when you saw Marshan report the alleged Pat McAfee salary, did you raise an eyebrow? Um, not negatively. I mean, no. I went on with Pat and I told him and I meant it. I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled for anyone in our business. Jimmy, who gets paid sincerely. And if you do a, like a pocket watching thing where you're worried about what others make, then that's that's you'll you'll waste a lot of time being bummed out. Uh, I'm 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 quite I'm well compensated for my time um, that you raise an eyebrow when the, the industry resets itself in such a way where. um it's like it's like real estate comps, all right? If there's a if you live on a, a nice street 
and the house next and then the house next to you goes for multiples of of what your house price is thought to be well then you go well that's that's good news for me because i gotta i gotta there are there are too many houses on this block we i think we you know we live in this block that's what that house went for that's awesome because if we sell this house to quote fat joe yesterday's price is not today's price and right. so that that's the conversation that you have when that uh, when that yeah. time comes but um, raise an eyebrow in a negative way? Absolutely not. Because I, I not I'm, in a negative way. In a oh, he's making this, and I'm making this kind of way. Well, of course, you say, well, that's that's a lot of dough, um, yeah. and 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 you all all you're trying to figure out is like, okay, well, what what's what's what should the reasonable compensation be? Right. And and I don't, you know, I don't have any reason to believe that. Uh, that ESPN would would try to tell me that my house didn't isn't worth more than they paid for it last time. Right, um, right. And in fairness, I mean, you and Mac, if you do two different, you know, it's two different jobs. I, I think you know when ESPN signed Pat, um, you know, there's these reports that ESPN's in the middle of layoffs, which is horrific, and then they signed Pat in the middle of it, and I, you know, I get to the average person who's not in media why that might not look great. I think if you're in media, you understand what Pat's value is, what Pat brings. And I think people, then there were reports that some ESPN people were unhappy about it, which again, who knows? But I, at the end of the day, one Pat has nothing to do with the other people. Pat show is different than what other people, you know, what you do is different from what Pat does. What sports center in the morning is different from yours. So to all the comparisons, like you said, it's, you got to be careful with that. I would agree. They're different lanes too. I mean, right. there's, and unfortunately the layoff piece is something that we've, we go, have gone through and you've gone through it. You all have like the athletic, this, this most, this week, I believe. And you, yep. you mean, you lose really talented people and it happens everywhere. Ours gets far more attention than anywhere else. Um, but it, the, the idea of, of spending money to, to, to hire a, a unique talent like Pat and what he brings and like people use the word optics and they say, oh, the optics. Well, Disney's running a business. And if you believe that, that Pat McAfee and that show and the ways that he can be used for the company are going to grow viewership, then you spend money. And in business, you spend money to make money. And I think everyone understands that concept. So, I mean, you know, sure. I mean, whatever the numbers are, um, you're worth whatever somebody will pay you. And right. bully for Pat and his group and I think Stephen A on his podcast made the same made the same point I'd make. He negotiated his deal this week or however many weeks ago, and he got what he could get. Well, when the time comes to sit down, then you know I, I'm going to have Fat Joe as my agent. He's just going to say the same thing over and over and over, and we'll we'll see where we <laughs> land. You should have Pat as your agent. Pat said he's his own. Pat said he doesn't have an agent, doesn't have a publicist. Pat, make Pat your agent. As much as I admire creating your own lane and 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 thriving in that lane, the ability to 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 have the conversations because like I, I think an agent, I mean, they serve a lot of purposes, but mostly they, they have conversations with bosses that that might piss you off, you know, because they're going to say you're not worth this. McAfee, he's the one having the conversation. That's awesome. That's yeah. that's that's yeah. there's a fearlessness with that dude that's been well rewarded at each turn, and uh, I think I think guys like. Pat 
are who, like back in the day, maybe you looked at Dan and Keith or you looked at Chris Berman, if just keeping it at our shop or yeah. like Robin Roberts is a great example too. You go from this to that, right? I mean, there's a right. lot of great stories. I mean, it's the, it's the big cat and PFT. It's the Pat McAfee's uh, that I think younger generations are going to look at and say, how do I get, how do I follow that lane? I don't think anybody's going to want to be me. Um, because yeah. again, you talk about how long do I want to do it? I don't know how many years, uh, we're, there's a, there's a need for this. Although, you know, eight years ago when we started, people like who watches sports and I get that you'll still see but that. It's, yours is you'll not... still see that. Like, Oh, I don't, I don't watch it. And that's okay. But, but we still, there's still a lane for what we do and how we do it. And you know, the way that we've rated and, and the connection we have to our audiences has proven that. And most of the people who are watching that are watching it for you. They don't watch it for the highlights. They're watching it to get a little Scott Van Pelt personality in there. I guess. Like I mean, you said, the same, it's the same thing with, like you say, with PMT, Pat, it's, it's the personality. I think so. I think, I think that's clearly that's, um, that's the direction things are going. It was when I started here, you weren't supposed to, they don't want you to have any personality or opinion. And then it was a total 180 where right. that's all that anybody wanted is personality right. and opinion. So I don't know. Sometimes our sometimes our business is really interesting. I think that I think this part of it right now uh, that we're discussing, uh, that's the biggest sea change that we uh, that we've experienced, really. Yeah. Um, how how I, we've talked about your future. Your kind of how much time do you have left on your current contract? Um, you know, it's. Uh, I don't even know. Okay. After the summer, it's like I think we're inside two years, and I think I don't. So know. you. I can't get past the fact that you said that you don't think in three years you'll be doing so sports center from a selfish standpoint of like, I need you to at least continue bad beats. Even if sports center goes away, I need bad beats for the rest of my life. This isn't me like saying, drawing some line in the sand. It's just, I I know you're catching me right before summer, (laughs) like the the vacation where you're like, I don't know. I can't tell you, Jimmy, how many times I've said, I don't know how many, how, you know, how long are you going to do this? I don't know. Um, Cause it's you know it's time passes and and my interest in doing it hasn't really hasn't waned it's just i think you just get realistic with yourself about how long are you going to be asked to do it you know <laughs> how how long how long uh does your does the industry want to sign up for you doing that uh in a certain way i mean and, and that you see the way things evolve and you just i think it's smart to always ask yourself how can how can you evolve for that probably that last little bit of it right because some point you're like uh, you only get you only get so long in in this uh, in this business. So you know what's what's the last sort of chapter or chapters plural look like? Don't I don't know. And you gotta you gotta be willing to look at all of that. Um, do you, so. Do you have an idea? Let's say you did. You know, let's say the sports center run ends in whatever two years, three years, four years. Do you have in your head what you want to do next, or you don't know yet, or you have to see how the business changes? Yeah, local weather, local <laughs> weather. Why not? I feel like I'd really be great there. Wear wacky hats. Go to go to like mall openings. You have know. to. The sleeves have to go up when there's a storm. So make sure you're working out. Uh, That's I mean, the I, big I, thing. I do a lot of cardio, but I'm old. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to you know yeah. feel. I, I can't go the McAfee route. I just kind of look. No, I, I, I. The thing, Jimmy, what, that I have done. I don't know if well is the right word, but the thing I have done throughout my entire career is be very much on the wave at the moment. I, I really never charted a course. I didn't arrive with a plan. And um, I don't necessarily have a plan at the moment other than that. I think I know 
in a traditional sense of how, of hosting television, right? It's changing. What it is is changing. But in terms of hosting television, I think that that's what I'm good at doing. I think I can make the viewer comfortable because I'm comfortable. So I think I can continue to be in that space in, in some capacity. I guess it's just a question of how, how long do you have the appetite to sign up for that many nights of doing, you know, a show? Uh, does it does it become less of those and more of just around the bigger events? I don't I don't know. And I mean, I don't I mean, I'm just literally thinking out loud here with you yeah. uh, about it, because I don't I don't have sitting here at this desk. I don't have a list of things. It's like, don't want to do this, want to do that. Um, and I, I admire people that are the list makers and the goal setters, because I think that can be a great way to attain it. But I also think it's a great cowherd line. Don't try to be happier than happy, you know? And if, you, right. if you're good, um, try to stay good, you know? And I mostly that's how I feel. So um, when, I know what I, when I know what it is, if it's different, I'll let you know. And if I wait, I appreciate you know that. what? I, 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 I think sign me up for five more years of this. Then Just keep bad beats. That. No matter I, what goes on, they, they can make you a play-by-play guy for every guy. You got to keep bad beats. It's the single greatest segment in the history of sports TV. So you have to keep it. Well, plain and I mean, simple. We don't. We hardly own the idea of it, but we certainly are identified with it. I mean, it, uh, it's sure, of course that that can't that can't go away. I'm not saying you abandon any any of the properties you're associated with. It's just you know being realistic with yourself, man. Yeah, how, yeah. How long are they gonna? How long are, they, are you gonna get to do it? And it's you know old- what? What I love about bad beats is. We've, we have seen it all. We've seen it all. And yet when something crazy happens, we still have the reaction on like, you've never seen anything like this. And it happens every single week. Almost, almost. No, every week. I, I, the, the, the Abilene Christian Virginia football game from however many years ago that that is my all time favorite. I, I have on my desk, Stanford Steve's laughing and saying, who bet on this game? I have on my desk the, a note and a bet slip from a guy in Kentucky who had $400 on Abilene Christian. And oh, I love that. I love it more. I, I love it. I get sent a lot of stuff. Some of it's weird. Yeah. Some of it's, yeah, yeah. You know, what, yeah. some of it's fantastic. Uh, that bet slip right there is, is I'll, I will frame someday when I'm done just to have as a memento that the, the true sickos out there, yeah. we were, we're one of you. We were here for you, and we were grateful that we were able to share in all of this together. Somehow, making joy out of the misery. I think that's that, really what I think that's what it is. Somehow, we always are laughing uh, at the absurd. You have to. You have to. Well, right. You have to. Yeah, but, but then that people... night, it's like then that night at six fifty. You're like, all right, what do I like? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go under in this one. I'm gonna. I'm, what did we talk about? I think we talked last year. You don't have to bet baseball. Don't do it. I've I've been good about it. I've been good, good. about it. I've been good because about it. Because then it's an everyday thing oh, and, you're, yeah. and you're laying oh, two yeah. minutes, you're laying 180. And oh, yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. That is my weakness. I I I do love doing it, but I, I try not to. I, I've told you this a million times. But you know, it's funny there's the tired sport, the cliche is that sports bonds us, sports community. Yeah. Bad beats bonds way more than sports like you said about that abilene christian i've told you this before my all-time favorite i'll never forget as long as i live i forget the details of it because i'm old but that mountain west snow game where the coach declined the holding penalty 
it's was still Air Force, Air Force, Air Force Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah, I Air, Force, Air Force in Wyoming. It's like the it only really time you've was, ever seen a defense decline a holding penalty. Because <laughs> it was the only way they could win. The only I way they it. could win was if they got the ball back. Think, yeah. of, think about that. The That's like the time we talked about this too, didn't we? With the Mets, it was like the Mets in a playoff game. Robin Ventura had a homer, but then he, oh yeah, yeah, he, he only he went to first and he ran yeah. past him, so the game yeah. didn't go over. Right. Imagine losing a game, Jimmy, where you hit a grand slam but didn't get a grand slam. I can imagine it. I can. What you said, you don't make lists. You don't think about this. That, what, do we have a list of goals for the summer vacation? What do we want to accomplish while we're away from your Sports Center viewers for two months here and wait till football? But what are we going to? Uh, what are we? Are we just relaxing? Is that it? That's, we've had a we've had a challenging spring. We've been yeah. moving around. We've had stuff. It's it's it was it was kind of a lot. I think sincerely hitting the. Uh, the refresh button and just, I don't know. I'm big on gratitude. I always talk about that. I think that, that spending time, family, friends, it's, I mean, it's cliche, perhaps, but it's sincere, you know? Are you, you more beach guy or pool guy? Beach, 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 yeah. beach, beach. Yeah. There's a place, Bethany Beach, Delaware. It's a great little beach town. We'll spend some time there. Nice. Uh, kids are doing swim meets and all that stuff, so we, we, we'll do that. Got some trips planned. Um well, I mean, I, there's the annual par three golf tournament with my friends, which is, is uh, I have to try to win that. It's been many years since I have. So going to have to grind on the wedge game to try to uh, try to win down there at the midway par three and lose Delaware. Shout out to our friends. Can you wear there. shorts there? You can wear shorts. Although okay, I think one year the host did wear a, a really handsome houndstooth slack, which was nice. uh, that was an aggressive play. It's a, not a slacks kind of place, Jimmy. Um, right. He right. did wear slacks one year. Uh, that was it. Was it was a one year only kind of a deal. So uh, let me end it it's, with. It's boring. Yeah. These are boring answers. But that's I mean, good. No, I, that's I, good. I, Listen, relaxing is underrated. It's you know, it's underrated. I, I say this and, often. I'm I, I'm excellent at doing nothing. Really, really. I am too. I am too. But this is the this is the problem. Uh, For people listening, I'm holding up my phone. The phone, the phone never stops. The phone never stops. That, in order for people like us, I think, to relax, it, the phone has to be off. Do not disturb. Put, like this guy, you can't. You gotta you. be able. That's you know, on yeah. you. It's on you to to yeah. to untether yourself from it. And it, I mean, it's difficult. And I, it's difficult. I think you, I think you always stay in that lane of just putting your, you know, telling the water to see, well, what's, what's, who's saying what today? Because there's that chunk of time where things seem to, you know, something will go haywire and, yeah. um, you know, just keep, keep tabs on what's going on in the, in the sports world. But it's nice when you don't have to try to figure out how to make content out of it. That's for sure. Yes. That, that would be nice. Let me end it with this. I texted with you after it happened. We didn't speak, obviously. What happened the night you lost your voice hosting? <laughs> Can you imagine live TV where your job is to talk? Here's what I wanted. I, I don't, how long before the show did the voice go or did it happen during it happened during the show, right? It it did. It was a uh it was a it was the first time that had ever happened. And it was really wild. The allergy season here in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area was just apparently like historic levels of pollen in the air. And it was just allergies. And I, I mean, I, you know, coughing and whatever the way you might, 
during the day. And then as the evening was wearing on, I started, I knew that I was, it was like your voice is kind of gravelly, but more just kind of like you need, you felt like you needed to cough and sort of clear the back of your throat or something. And then I went down to do a cut in, all right, cut in in the industry talk. We were following a Phoenix somebody game, Golden State, for argument's sake. So eight minutes to go in the game, you do a cut in coming out of a commercial break. You say, hey, Scott here in the studio. Coming up after the game, we got A, B, C, and D. You're just trying to convince the people that are watching to, to hang out with you for the hour when the game's done. And somehow in the in the I went to talk and a a sort of it was the Brady moment. The voice cracked and I kind of had nothing. And I think Mark Jackson made the comment like, this is gonna be Scott Van Pelt's flu game. Like yeah. and as we were kind of getting from the last like eight minutes of the game until the show started, it was, I, it was just, my voice was just getting worse and worse. And then in the process of trying, we, we, we had a chunk of time where we actually started trying to tape segments thinking, all right, well, we're not on for a little bit. We got to try to get something on tape. And I, it was getting worse and worse and worse. And I, I can't explain what it's like. There's a panic I don't get panicked, Jimmy. I mean, everything that can happen to you in this business has happened to me. We got Baba buoyed by the guy Shanks. Uh, I said, a great, fuck. Moment, a great moment in television. I said, history. fuck going to break because I thought we were off the air. You're not supposed to say that, but I did. I mean, wrong highlights run. You're on camera. Like anything that can happen. You do this long enough, everything, everything bad can happen. But you ultimately realize nothing bad happens because it's like you just sort of shrug and go, well, I'm sorry right. we cussed. I'm not the one that put the, the crank, uh, crank collar on the air. Like it's not one me, whatever, but you gotta be able to talk. And now I can't talk. And it's just, I don't know what to do. And then Connor McDavid scored. I think it was like his 60th goal. And I just couldn't talk. And Stanford Steve heroically jumped in and sort of said, you know, the stats, McDavid, blah, blah, blah. And, I just had nothing. And I, 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 I don't know. It never has happened before. Knock on wood, it won't happen again. And I just sort of apologized on Twitter and people were very kind about how, you know, I think you said that people called it heroic. And I thought it was, not heroic. It was horrible. It was pathetic. Well, you, you finished talk. the show. You kept I going. Couldn't talk. And then the next day I couldn't, it was, it was iffy during the day. And I just said, look, I can give it a shot. But here's the thing about doing the show we do. It's just me. Right. There's, you know, go back to the, if, you, if your glory days were Dan and Keith, well, if Dan lost his voice, then Keith would just do it or vice versa. Right. But as much as Stanford Steve's my guy, I mean, he's not going to do on cameras and highlight reads. That's not his, it's not what he does. So they just said, look, take the break. And you're, but it was the last night before I was getting ready to go away on vacation and then go to the Masters. So people didn't see me for several weeks. And I think they were afraid that maybe I had perished. <laughs> then I popped up at Augusta and there we were, but it was uh, bizarre, man. I mean, I, I don't was, know. I th allergies and I couldn't talk. I can't imagine that on live TV, the fright, Not just great. the complete fright. Not ideal. Yeah. No. Just well, listen, it worked out. Like you said, these things happen and everything's fine. But you, you deal you with like 24 hours of like assholes like me posting it on Twitter and in their it's columns. Fine, and it's move fine. On. It's yeah, fine. You know, it's, as well, it's good. happening, you know, that's going to, that's going to be sort of, you know, content. Yeah. 
But what I realized after the fact was that I don't think I'm I'm a I don't think I'm performative, you know, like on the air. I don't I don't yeah. do a lot of the TV guy. I'm not doing hi and welcome, blah, blah, blah. I'm not that guy. I'm not that person. Yeah. I just am kind of me. But there is something to punching Connor McDavid with it, you know, there's a, there's that. Inflection. And it was yeah, when yeah. I tried to do that, that the voice was just like, right. not today, pal. And <laughs> so I was I'm like, oh, okay, I can't do that. But maybe if I just sort of sort of whisper, but then it's I don't know. I don't know. It was you made it though. Now. What a night. Well, I appreciate it. And you'll you'll get a lot of voice rest now until football starts. So We'll be ready to go. Bad beats, uh, all the good stuff. August 26th is the first college football game. So we now mark the calendar every day till that date, basically. We got the U.S. Open this week. Do you even yeah, watch yeah, it? Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I will I, bet it and watch it. But I'm not. Would you watch it? Would you watch it if you didn't bet it? Absolutely not. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe on Sunday when it's wrapping up. But like, I'm not going to sit in my house on an 80 degree Saturday afternoon and watch it if there's no money at stake. That's. I understand. Uh, you're a city kid. That's just not. It's not your. Sport I'm not. Uh, no, I'm a Long Island guy, but I'm not. I hate saying things like that because people interpret it as like you hate golf. It's like no, I don't hate golf. Like I hate you know everything is so extreme. It's like there's different strokes for different folks. Of course, cool. yeah, well, that's fine. I mean, you don't have to explain it to me. But I'll be. Uh, I will. I will. I'm going to bet all the things you told me to bet, and I'm going to watch it. Okay. And, I, I'll, I hope have, and I'll and I'll have a great time doing it. There you go. All right. Thanks, Scott. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the summer and uh, we'll see you down the road. I hope so, Jimmy. Stay well until next time. All right. You too. Thanks, buddy. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, joining me now, as he does every week for our Train of Thoughts segment, 
my buddy from SNY TV, WFAN Radio in New York, Sal Akata. Sal, how are we doing today? Oh, great. What day is today? A nice, nice Wednesday and in the big city. I have never once seen you wear glasses. If people are watching on YouTube and not listening on Apple, Spotify, etc., see Sal with some specs. They, uh, dude, my eyes are shot. I all of a sudden I can't see shit anymore. Yeah, I know it, it's scary though because it happens kind of out of nowhere, and I'm putting everything far away from me. I feel like my father used to do, uh, you know, as you get older. So with this stuff now, I find, especially with the light, I find it helpful to just use the reading glasses. So unfortunately. Did you, so you just got them recently? Within the last six months, maybe a year or so. I've never I'm seen using them, them, but yeah, but I'm using them a lot more often now because I find that it helps. Yeah, because when I see you, we're like in a restaurant usually, you're not wearing them in a restaurant. Yeah, and like we haven't been out to dinner in a while, but if yeah. we do go out to a di uh, steak dinner in one of those darkly lit places, I can't see shit on the menu. I got the phone out like my parents so would funny. do with the flashlight on there and the glasses. Sucks. I've had glasses since I was in college. I'm as blind as a bat, basically. <laughs> so. All right. I have a lot of topics this week. Well, not a lot, but I have good ones. Good ones. Okay. All right. I'm going to save the one I'm most excited for for last. We'll start first with, well, let me first tell you, I don't know if you're aware. I have tweeted about it. Do you know that I got banned from TikTok? I did see that, but I don't understand why I saw. And then did it, you reply like too many Sopranos videos or something? It was a copyright violation. I guess I had three strikes, which I, did, I didn't know from posting sign. It was Warner Brothers Media from posting Seinfeld and Sopranos videos. Now, if you're now, you're, I know you're not on TikTok, right? I'm on there. Way too much. The upheaval in my life from getting banned. You have no idea. I didn't care. I didn't care that I got banned in terms of like losing followers because I only had like 2000 followers on there. I cared because I was following like 350 people. And because I have such a terrible memory, when I started my new account, I can't I've, I'm following 50 people. Like I can't remember the 300 other people right. I followed. It's not like Twitter where you just get a name in there. So the stress level of losing those people, my for you page is a disaster now. And the last video I had posted before I got banned was a video of Stone Cold on this podcast from a couple of weeks ago, and it had 1.5 million views. Wow. I was excited about that, and now it's all gone. And what I don't understand is if you go on TikTok, if anybody goes on TikTok and starts scrolling, whether you have an account or not, every other video is of TV shows and movies. So I right. don't know why I got banned. Someone said like, maybe one of my friends said like, maybe someone had it out for me and like reported the videos. I, I mean, I doubt that. No, I'm not that important on any level, but I don't understand why I would get banned when everyone's posting TV clips on there all day long, but my account got whacked. I, I think you're better off, honestly. And I'm not saying this to be an old, you know, curmudgeon or whatever. Like we need as a society, to stop with this shit stop well, with first the of Twitter, all your, your words are useless TikTok. i already started a new account i'm back on this yeah, but that's what i'm hours. saying like you're you're wasting precious time watching this shit i just the only reason why i like tiktok is because it keeps my wife occupied when i want to watch something but i even i was like you're on the fucking phone all the time with this tiktok shit yeah. and what do you think she fought back with you're always on the phone looking at twitter and she's right like we shouldn't do right. it it's not healthy so Here's what's funny about that. I have that. 
That's the same conversation I have with my niece. I tell my niece, you got to get off the phone. You got to get off TikTok. Why? You're on Twitter all day. It's the same thing. I'm on TikTok way more than I'm on Twitter. Um, I love that. I don't know if I, I don't want to. You deal with your wife the way, the way yeah. you just said is what parents, I do this with my nieces. When you're in a restaurant and you want them to behave, you give them the iPad. You keep tell her, your wife, her, here, go, go TikTok while I watch well, my show. Well, if I put the if I put a game on, she doesn't want to watch the game and we want to be there hanging out together. So she'll scroll through the TikTok. And then the annoying thing is she's showing me these videos like I give a shit, which I don't. And 90 percent of them are fake. Like people are setting. Up. No, no, no. See, you, no, yes, no, no. they are. I well, don't no, even no, no. believe this stuff. Or maybe 90 percent of what she's showing you, but not 90 percent of what's on. I'm saying like stupid things that people do to get views or likes. It's like oh, it's obviously a setup. Guy gets his junk caught in a vacuum. I'm like, really? A, I don't care to see that. B, it's set up. It's so fake. Oh, I would totally care to see that. <laughs> um, well, so I'll just say this: the way tick, the way TikTok works is, I mean, it's it, it's it's as scary as anything you'll ever see. It knows what you're into and what you like. Now, some of it it goes by who you follow. And then the videos you like, and I think it goes by like the videos you watch to completion. So like, let's say you watch a Billy Joel video on TikTok. Okay. Right. Like within like five minutes, you're going to get like an Elton John video. Right. And then you'll get like a Michael, you know, they know, you know, so like if you watch a lot of cooking videos, then you're getting all sorts of like cooking videos. So it, what I gather is that your wife is watching a lot of prank videos. Well, right. I don't know how she got on that because it starts as like life hacks and baby stuff and whatever. And then, yeah, some prank videos where the husband's playing a joke or whatever. But it's clear oh, the baby does something wild. It's it's clearly to me staged. And I'm like, I can't. And well, then I'm like, so what it is. I go, I'm like, what about me? Am I on there? And then she searches. Oh, it you're on there. Yeah. You know, what comes up. Yeah, no, it's over. And people yeah. mocking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, all right. I've heard enough. Uh, move it. Keep it moving. Yeah. The, the WFN has an account on there. Oh, do they? Yeah. No, nah, I mean, I, I don't pay attention to any of it. Not Instagram, not Facebook, none of it. All right. Well, Sal, one day when we're together, maybe I'll... I think your wife is not showing you the good side of TikTok. I'll show you some of the, you know... We were actually just talking. We were just mentioning it today. We got to get to Maureen's together. I brought it up because she, she's like, oh, can Saturday night or whatever, I want to go out with my friends. And I'm like, that's great. Like, I like that you have a new friend now and you could go out. But when was... Like, all my free time is to her and the baby. I'm like, I haven't seen my friend. She's like, oh, I was like, I haven't gone out to dinner with Jimmy in forever. So then I was thinking maybe we could do more. Uh, don't put me in the don't put me in the middle of this. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, do wait. Does your wife post on TikTok or just no, watch it? I don't it? think so. Oh, okay. I think she just I would follow her. OK. Yeah. Right, so anyway, I got banned from TikTok. That was the first thing I wanted to do. <laughs> uh, the second thing, Pat Sajak retiring from Wheel of Fortune. Do you care about that? Are you a Wheel of Fortune fan? I mean, you're usually working and commuting at that time. I mean, I don't I don't watch it regularly. Now you'll watch it when a clip goes viral or something. But I grew up on it. I, I grew yeah. up more on that than Jeopardy. It's, it used to be on at 730, if I'm not mistaken, right after Jeopardy. So I would watch it regularly as a kid. And I just have a hard time comprehending how he can stay sane doing that same job, solving puzzles for 40 plus years. That to me is remarkable. Because he was getting paid like $15 million a year. That's why. And, and, and also it just shows you how dumb the people are for paying him. Like you tell me they couldn't pay anybody else for 
200000 a year to spin that wheel or, or whatever to go out there and do it? Like, come on. Well, you know, like you said, he's been doing it so long, you become sort of, you know, Wheel of Fortune, to me, it's part of Americana. Right. So, um, this yeah, but the show's going to go on with a new host. Do we have this any? Is, do you have any names that are going to be in the running? Uh, I'll get to that. I just want to say okay. this. I'm. Lo- I just looked it up. I said 15 million. He makes 14 million a year. I mean, that's that. highway robbery. And those shows, you know, you, those shows are taped like in bunches. I think. Like, I don't think he's not working like 365 days. Right, I think but it's not like he's out. a. Pro- it's not like he's a professional athlete who has a unique skill. I'm not saying he's not skilled, but. Mm. No, it's a good skill. It's not a $14 million a year. He's skill. associated with that show in such a big way. I mean, I get what you're saying, but the the show makes so much money. His $14 million salary is nothing. Well, let me, let me ask you this. If they went to him and said, Pat, you know, five years ago, whatever, 10 yeah, yeah. years ago, Pat, we're going to have to have some cutbacks. We're going to give you 2 million a year. Where the fuck is he going to get $14 million a year? Well, I mean, listen, that's a great question. I think the the drop from fourteen million to two million is is extreme. But right, but two million bucks to go host a talk show, a, a game show? Come on. Well, but that's the thing. If he's done it that long and the ratings are what they are, they don't want to mess with that. And for so, the record, I'd rather see everybody get paid more. So I'm not trying to take away. I'm just saying, like, it, it's he, you know he was kind of grandfathered in to where in the old days yeah. that used to be the the thing. But anyway, it's remarkable that he's been able to do it forty six years. Well, this is the issue. The 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 name that is supposedly the favorite that everyone says is getting the job is Ryan Seacrest. Oh my I mean, god! You couldn't have a worse choice. I tell you, listen. There's a there are a lot of problems with America, and America has done a lot of bad things. But America letting Ryan Seacrest become a thing is near the top of the list. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, really? Could you be oh, any oh. more of a just? So, so this is my question then, and it plays into kind of what we're talking about with the money. I never, me, I've never once watched Wheel of Fortune because of Pat Sajak. I knew who he was because of Wheel of Fortune. Maybe I watched because of Vanna White. I've never once said, hey, let me flip on Pat Sajak. Now, he does a great job, but like the hiring of Ryan Seacrest is clearly them panicking, saying we need to get a name to watch the show instead of just saying it's the show that's selling us. Yeah. They want a name. Who's going to be, you know, boring. Well, but it doesn't make any sense. It's the show. Like I, I think, well, I, I think you're underestimating how important familiarity is. I didn't know. I don't, I couldn't say that properly. Familiarity is with people like that for a, a show like look at the like the t- late night shows and the morning shows those people are on there forever like forever like is you know, drew carey still doing the price is right i believe so yeah i mean i, I you so. know yeah right and and alex trebek obviously the jeopardy all these years i don't know i i get it i'm just saying like it they should groom a new host I, as opposed yeah, to just going to steal a name I think you're 100% right. I think if they groomed a new host, even if it was someone no one knew about, it would still do just as well. I agree with you there right. 100%. And it, there is something to groom. Like, look, nobody in the, nobody in America knew who James Corden was, and then he came on and became like this, you know, so you, there is something for... Correct. It doesn't you know, just have to be new. poaching yeah. other names from other networks or big names from other networks. Right. I hate when they do that. Ryan Seacrest, my God. <laughs> um, Your favorite. Whatever. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, I'll go to I, I, I'll go the opposite now and talk about something that has taken over my life since Saturday or Sunday. And this comes from TikTok. I I you know throughout scrolling through TikTok, I kept seeing clips for this show, and it had Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. And the clips I saw, I kept seeing the clips over and over, and they were all funny. So I said, let me, what is it? What is this about? I don't understand. So I do my research and the three of them have had this very, very popular podcast for like three years, which I knew about in the back of my head, but it wasn't like when I saw it, I was like, oh yeah. Um, so they have a podcast, the three of them and the way the podcast works, which I think is a brilliant setup is they rotate one of the, one of the three of them each week books the guest. And the other two don't know who the guest is until they come on. Okay. For instance, um, you know, it'll be like Jason Bateman's week and he'll say, um, this guy's a comedian and he's done this and he's won this many Emmys. And then they try to guess who it is. And then like, you know, Will Ferrell comes out and they all go crazy and fine. So it turns out they took this podcast on the road and did like live podcasts in arenas. Right. Or not arenas, but you know, like radio, but, radio you know what I mean. I got you. Yeah. They made an HBO series out of it called Smartless on the Road. Okay. Six episodes, just six episodes. Smartless on the Road, HBO, six episodes. I am obsessed. It for th- it was hilarious. How good? How long are the episodes? Like 50 minutes. Okay, that's not bad. I laughed. <laughs> my ass off at each and every episode multiple times it was extremely well done 
I love the way they put it together. And all it is, so this it's you half the show is usually them during the day before the show. And then the other half is them doing the interview. Will Ferrell's on there and right, okay. a couple others. 90% of what they discuss during the day leading up to the show is food, eating, and shitting. <laughs> I, so like I was I couldn't get enough. I could not, but the way they discuss it is hilarious. And I cannot recommend this series enough if you just want light fun laughing it's so good who else is in it jason bateman who's the other two will arnett those two were okay. on arrested Devel- and sean hayes from will and grace okay i'm not really familiar with the last two i've heard of will arnett i don't really know his stuff bateman i love so they're all hysterically funny okay i'll check and it jason out. bateman has a lot of stomach issues <laughs> so a lot of the show is him like just having anxiety about like what to eat before a show, when to eat, you know, he gets those two are eating before a show. He's like, what if you have to shit during the show? Like it's, I I was cracking up and just, you know, they're breaking down at one point. um, They're ordering food. And then Sean Hayes, well, one of them wanted waffle fries. Then they start debating what's the best potato. Is it the waffle fry? Is it the curly fry? Why? And the and the circumference of the curly fry allows for I go steak fry well done. Has to be steak fry well done. Crispy. The best one of all is the tater tot, which it's a disgrace that restaurants don't carry them more. But I cannot recommend that series enough. I'll check it out. I think you would love it. Yeah, all right. It's just funny. Like, it's just funny and it wasn't even one of and like it's it's not like a succession where you have to like pay attention to everyone right, it's right. very light very light which i like and you know it shows them as friends and it was right now i have to now i'm gonna have to try to start listening to the podcast but podcasts are not like tv shows like i don't think i can go back and like start i don't know i'm gonna have to figure out how i'm gonna maneuver because then when i tweeted about it people like oh you got to listen to the episode with Paul McCartney, you got to listen to the episode with Steve Carell. You got to listen to the episode right. with. Um, it, yeah, but it's too much to catch up on then. Right. It's, it's impossible. Yeah. yeah. Shelby, if you're listening, I know you're a big comedy guy. Chime in here if you know anything about Smartless. If you don't, don't worry about it. Um, But yeah, it's six episodes, 50 minutes each. I watched it in like one and a half and one day and then maybe I had like one episode left. So it was made my weekend. It was highly enjoyable. I think we need more shows like that. There's there's so many, uh, you, my, especially with my wife, like she wants to watch serious stuff and dramas or um, thrillers. So I've been loading up on those over the years. I need more light stuff. So I'll check it out. So those that was everything I had for you. All right. I'll tell you the other the other bizarre part. Like, so that was the highlight of my weekend. The other notable thing from my weekend was I was cleaning out my garage a little bit and found an old disposable camera. And for shits and giggles, I took it to CVS. You know, you could still get those things developed. I thought they were going to wow. say, we don't do that. Right. And they said, like, it takes, like, one to three weeks. But I was nice. flabbergasted to know. Like, it's, I have no idea what it's, if it's mine, what's on there. But um, <laughs> it was, uh, I was blown away that you could still actually get those developed. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I went in to develop film. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about probably over 10 years ago. I know. Talk about being a... Talk about being old. 
Ugly right. And all. Kids listening is like, what the hell is developing film? You can I do know. that. <laughs> I know. I know. But I mean, I, do, do you ever, I mean, you have a kid, so it's like, do you ever take your phone and like print out the pictures? No, but that's part of the problem with, I think, the current system. Yeah, it's easier that you have instant stuff and you're able to take pictures whenever, but you have thousands and thousands of them and you don't do anything with them. Like, I don't print them out. So they're kind of like lost. Remember, we used to, used to, Take a, a roll of film, take pictures, create an album with it. And then you had it. Oh, this is when we went to Lake George right. or whatever it is that you did. Now it's like I, you have to search for stuff. Like I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I took a picture. Search for it. So, I mean, I, you know, yeah. I'm lucky I could find the picture of uh, me and Larry David in my phone or whatever. Oh, <laughs> I have that in my phone. And when I see it, it just I start to No, but it, it is it is a problem. What do you do? Like do you get one of those frames that just rotates. I don't have one of those. I, I don't know. I search yeah. through my phone if I need something. Yeah, I don't know what people do. I'm not a big print out the picture guy. Um, yeah. All right, so the lessons here. Follow me on TikTok, Jimmy.Trainer. <laughs> I used to be Jimmy Trainer. Now it's Jimmy.Trainer. So you can follow me on TikTok. Watch Smartless. And uh, I don't know. That's it. We'll see with it. Now, sports, we got it. You know, we, to me now, we wait to football. August 26th when college football starts. You have yeah, baseball, but you know. You're welcome for your reminder. I gave you that reminder to make sure you get that hundred bucks off on the YouTube. Oh, uh, the Sunday ticket. Yeah, I, which I did not sign up for. I, I I'm not going to do it. I don't think this year. Now I'll probably end up just getting it and paying the hundred bucks. But as of now, I don't think I want it. When you texted me and you said today's the deadline for the hundred dollars off, did you buy it? And I said no. And then I went and I ordered it. So I have, I'm all set. Sunday ticket on YouTube. I'm good to go. And then you said then you texted me and said that you're not ordering it. I, I didn't have the energy to be like, who the fuck are you kidding? I, I, I didn't <laughs> want to go back and forth with you. But I know when is open when is the first day of the NFL season? I know I know the text I'm gonna get on the first day of the NFL. I caved. Season. Oh yeah. I don't caved. think I'm gonna do it. I gotta it depends where I'm at in my career. But right now, I gotta focus on the Jets and Giants. It's fucking overwhelming. You know it. I know we live for it, we love it, Listen, but it's exhausting. Everything you say makes sense on paper. And yes. On June 14th, you can easily say, I'm not ordering Sunday ticket. On September 8th or whenever it is, we'll see what happens. Right. It was stupid just to not buy it because what's the couple hundred bucks anyway just to have the access? But I know it's a gateway. If I have the access, I'm going to be loading everything up. You know how it is, the six, seven games, whatever it is at once, gambling like an animal. Sunday ticket is a gateway. Yeah, it is. Because so you think if you don't have Sunday ticket, you won't bet. I think I'll be uh, my goal is to try to focus in on just the Jets and the Giants, which I have to do for work, which are intriguing enough storylines this year, each team and kind of have that simplify in what otherwise would be chaos every Sunday with everything. And obviously there's a family is a part of that. You know what I mean? Like, it's football Sundays. I don't. I can't okay, be but, bothered. But, but let me ask you this: You're a you're an Atlanta Falcons fan. What's the yeah? Plan but for- not not really anymore. I mean, I am. Yes, I grew up a Falcons fan. But and this would be the first time since probably 1999 that I won't be able to watch every game if I need to. But I've fallen off over the last several years anyway with them. So I'll pay attention to it, but not. You know, like I said, it's different with my job and also just in life. Like I, I can't. I can't do it. It's too much. And if I'm watching eight games at once, I'm not really watching 
ball game, you know? Well, I listen again. I look forward to the text in that first or that second Sunday in September. I know I'm going to get at about 1230. And I'm, I will share it on the podcast. I may have to get the red zone this year. Oof. <laughs> I That's think you horrible. and I are the only two people in America left that don't like That's... the red zone. And here I am caving potentially. I think the, the red zone is going to be actually a big deal this year for a lot of people who, because I don't, you know, it's not on direct TV anymore. So you can only it get be, it. I, so I know, I think that'll change, but I don't know. But that, but the Andrew Siciliano red zone is gone. And I, you know, I think people are used to that. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But again, June 14th, very easy to say what you'll do in September. True. All right, Sal. Have a good All week. Right. We'll see you next you week. You too. All Talk right, to you later. All right. All right. All right. My thanks to Scott Van Pelt and Sal Licata. If you enjoyed the episode and you're not an SI Media with Jimmy Trainer subscriber, please subscribe to the podcast. Rate it on Apple. Leave a review. We'll read it in the next uh, week or two. And if you missed recent episodes, check them out. Chris Russo was on last week from Sirius XM Radio and First Take. We had Pat McAfee two weeks ago, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Richard Deitch three weeks ago. So give those a listen, subscribe, rate, review. All right, that wraps it up. We'll see you next week. Stay safe and take care. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings for the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.